Hello and happy Friday to you. I'm Chrissy Hutchings, and I'm here today to inspire you to show up for your life. I'm going to provoke you a little bit today by asking you this question. How can you stop being a mini version of yourself? I'd love to help you answer that question today, so come and join me on Showing Up. For joining me today. This is Chrissy Hutchings. I really am excited about today's podcast because it's a it's a subject that's super dear to my heart because I did it for such a long period of time. Today I want to talk to you about not being a mini version of yourself. And what does that mean? Pretty much a lot of times we minimize who we are in the presence of other people so that we don't make them feel bad. And let me tell you, the root of that is a people-pleasing spirit. And trust me when I tell you, I've had that spirit. I've had that issue a lot of my life. And if I'm not careful, I can still go in there. And we're not here to talk about people-pleasing today. We're here today to work together, you and me, to figure out how you can stop minimizing yourself and being a mini version of yourself instead of showing up in all of your glory. And to start us out, I want to read a scripture from the Bible that I'm really going to just hone in on. We're going to stay right there so that I can talk to you about this subject today. That scripture verse is in Psalm 19, starting with verse 1. And I'm in the New Living Translation. It says, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display His craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make Him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone out through the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other end. Nothing can hide from its heat. Look, the sun is not minimizing itself. God has created all things, including you. If the sun was to be embarrassed when it started to rise during the day, could you imagine what that would look like? Could you imagine the sun saying, wow, I'm really, really bright and I don't want to, you know, make the stars feel inferior. So I'm going to just tone it down just a little bit. Uh, He doesn't say, well, you know, the birds might get offended because my light is so bright. It's going to cancel out all their beauty. No. God created the sun to do what it does. It shines. It gives us warmth. If you try to look at the sun right square in the middle, you can't do it because it's too bright. It does not minimize itself. So many times, especially as women, we're taught to be quiet, to be chaste, which nothing wrong with that. Okay, that's a whole other subject. But we're taught to kind of make ourselves small so that people are not offended with us. And look, let me tell you this. I'm telling you that my mother can vouch for this. I was not a quiet child. (laughs) And 
you know, now we understand why God gave me the gift of gab so that we can be on here and I can do the podcast and some other things. But hear me, my dad used to say he'd pay me five bucks if I could be quiet for, you know, just five minutes. I could never do it (laughs) because you know what? Sometimes what you have to say is more important than $5. Uh, That's just a side note. But saying all that to say, when we're children, we don't even think about ourselves and who we are as far as if we're going to intimidate somebody, if we're going to make somebody feel less than who they feel. Listen, here's a little nugget for you. You cannot manage, you cannot control someone else's perception of you. People see and experience life through a filter. All of us do. I do. You do. We all do. We experience our life through the filter of our life experiences. We experience life through the filter of our traumas, through the filter of our embarrassments, through the filter of shame. We can experience life through the filter of anger and rage. We're all experiencing other people through a filter as well. Let me let me give you an example. I grew up with a lot of insecurities. And you know, when you start going to school, you get bullied, you show up and your hair's a mess, or you got a spot on your pants, or your shirt is torn, or whatever. Kids are horrible and very vicious about pointing out the imperfections in other people. They make fun of them. Like I said, you could have been bullied in school. Once we start going to school and especially high school, we start becoming super self-conscious of who we are. And we look to other people to tell us who we are. We look to uh, trends and fads and all these things to fit ourselves into those molds so that we'll be acceptable by other people. We might wear the right clothes. We might uh, use the trendy music on Instagram to do our reels because that's what's trending. And why would we want to do something, you know, old school or whatever? Look, I'm going to tell you where I'm at. I'm going to do what I feel like I need to do. I may use a song that's trending or this or that, but let me tell you, I am 60 something years old. Ha ha ha. And you know, it takes too much energy to care about what other people think. And let me just tell you this, no matter how old you are, I would recommend you start right now talking to God and asking him to show you, God, who am I really? Am I the person that I've allowed someone else to kind of chisel me into their image? A lot of times as women, we find a lot of our worth in what our husbands or men think about us, boyfriends, fiancés, leadership, male authority. Let me tell you, I was really afraid of male authority. And part of that is because my dad was hard and fast, man. He was in the military. He was dress right dress. And so a lot of times I would minimize myself around other people. You know, one of our problems, I think, We either minimize ourselves, we either think too less of ourselves, or we think too much of ourselves, and then we get into narcissistic behavior and all that kind of stuff. But there's a a middle ground, and that middle ground is just being who God created you to be. You may have spent so much of your time molding yourselves into what other people wanted you to do that you don't even know who that is, and that's okay. That's where we start to ask God, who am I in you? You know, you can't find any of your value or your worth outside of 
who God is and who he says you are. And I, and I zero in on the scripture about the sun because all the Bible speaks about all of creativity glorifying God. Well, let me ask you this. Aren't you part of that creation? Isn't who God made you, uniquely you, part of that expression of creation? Shouldn't you be declaring the glory of God? Shouldn't your very being and presence be a declaration of the glory of God? When you minimize, when we minimize ourselves, what we do is we we put uh, more of a blanket or a covering over all that God's created us to be. And he gets a little smidgen of glory. But you know what? I want to be a person who, when I wake up every day, I'm fully who God created me to be. I am fully, if I'm loud, I'm loud. Now, I'm not talking about being obnoxious. But if God's created you to be obnoxious so that you can be sandpaper for somebody else that God wants to uh, do some work on, more power to you. But I'm just saying, if the sun is not ashamed, why should we be ashamed? If the beautiful flowers in the field are not ashamed, why should we be ashamed? If the moon and all its glory and the stars and the planets and the universe and all the different speak. Look, let me just stop right here. Who needs a gazillion species of birds? God does. <laughs> God needs all those species so that they can proclaim his glory. The glory of God is, is manifold. It is, it's constantly unfolding. Have you ever watched uh, one of those nature movies or anything, something about the, the, the ocean and the creatures in the ocean. If you watch any of those movies, you're going to see creatures that are so weird and so complex that you never even knew existed. Why? Why? Because each and every created thing, including you, displays and proclaims the glory of God. And you know what? I want to give God all of his glory. And you know what? Let me just explain something else. I did a post today about not minimizing yourself, about not making yourself small. And it really impacts our emotional and mental health when we do that. When we walk around and allow shame to push us down, or even the shame and condemnation that other people put on us. When we walk in shame over the mistakes that we've made and the, even the sins that we've committed against other people or the sins that people have committed against us, look, there are atrocities happening in households every day. Maybe there were atrocities that happened in your household. Maybe there are atrocities that are happening in your household right now. And you feel shame and you feel condemnation. Those things are not from God. He can heal those things. I want to share with you now, I think it's a really good time, kind of like a prophetic word that God gave me for myself when I was at a women's conference. We were at the conference and we were taking communion. And at the conference, we were told to kind of go in our own little area of the room. 
and just be alone with God, to take our journals, to take our cup and our bread. And as we're taking communion together before the Lord, we were instructed to just allow the Lord to speak to us. Well, I went into my little corner of that room, sat there, and emotion just kind of overcame me because I believe this, whenever we're alone with God, that's when the forefront hurt in our heart begins to manifest because I believe he wants to heal those things. And for a long, long time, I kind of neglected the secret place because every time I would get in there, the foremost wound in my heart would come up. And it was just too hard for me to handle at the time. But in this time, I sat there and God knew the rejection that I had experienced in my life and the deep, deep wounding of shame that was on me that made me hide. I only showed up here and there whenever it was comfortable for me, whenever it wasn't risky, whenever it wasn't going to cost me a whole lot. But when I was there in that moment in this communion, I want to read to you what God had me write down. You are not less than, minimal, powerless, inconsequential, or subhuman, or less than others. Others are not more important, superior, smarter, prettier, or more wanted. You are not invisible, unwanted, despised, rejected. You are not small and without. You count. You are valuable and matter greatly. God has created you on purpose. You were his idea. He wanted you here. He dreamed you here. He saw you as a child when you were small. He made you loud, quiet, crazy, fun, happy, silly, adventurous, talkative, creative, compassionate, and passionate about life, things, people, and issues. How God made you is what he wanted, and he needs you to be that. Stop hiding yourself. Now, here's a side note right here. When he spoke, stop hiding yourself, I started to weep. I just started to weep like a baby because I was feeling the pain of not showing up. I was feeling the pain of hiding, and it's such an excruciating pain. When you hide yourself and you cover yourself in shame. He went on to say, stop covering yourself up as if you have something to be ashamed of. Stop covering up. Stop minimizing yourself. You don't do any favors. You don't do anyone any favors when you do that. Here's another side note. When he spoke that to me, a sense of value came over me. To understand that I'm doing a disservice to the earth and the people in it if I don't show up fully who I am. If I don't show up fully as God created me to and do what he's told me to do, not just as a vocation, but in every moment of life, as a mom, as a wife, as a businesswoman, as a minister, whatever it is, if we don't show up, then we we do a disservice to other people. And here he goes on to finish. You rob the world of you and you rob the Lord of his glory when you, do, when you minimize. 
Come out of hiding and be fully who you are. Here is an amazing part. What anyone else thinks of who you are is inconsequential to God. I just want that to just sit for just a few minutes. And if you want to see that specific post, I actually posted that on my website. And I'll leave the link in the description down on the podcast for you to check that out. It was so pivotal in my life and my understanding of showing up. Listen, God desires that we celebrate ourselves. And when have you ever done that? Probably because nobody celebrated you. Look, we don't know how to celebrate one another. We're too tunnel visioned into our own lives and our own hurts and our own pains to least of all celebrate ourselves, but even other people. But let me tell you, when you start celebrating who you are, your whole life will absolutely change. I want to give you a little bit of homework this week, something to try. As you're with God and you're asking him to show you who you fully are, I want you to take your journal with you and I want you to write down the things that God says to you. Maybe you're funny. Maybe you're a comedian. Maybe you make so many people laugh. Maybe you're serious and passionate, an advocate for something or someone or for an issue. Maybe you're quiet and introverted and you love to replenish by yourself with a good bubble bath and a good book. Maybe you love to help people. Maybe you love to serve people. Whatever it is, whatever your personality is, God created you like that. I want you to read Psalm 139 again. I really want you to read that. And that talks about how God knew us before we were even born. God is the one who mapped out your DNA and all of your personality. Sure, there's times where he has to sharpen that. He has to temper our personalities, but that's part of life and part of our processes. I know how hard it is to show up. I know how difficult it is. It requires courage. And here's what I want you to do. Whatever God shows you, I want you to let that thing shine, whatever it is. If, it's, if you're funny, if you're a decorator, if you're a designer, if you know how to get your style on with your wardrobe, then do it. And look, do what makes you happy. When you look in that mirror at whatever you have on, if you're happy with that, it doesn't matter if it's trendy or stylish or whatever. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know what? At the end of the day, when you look in the mirror, you have to like what you see. You have to go, aha, there I am. How about that? How about saying, there I am. As a matter of fact, why don't you do that when you're writing in your journal? When God shows you something, write or say to yourself, ah, there I am. I want to close today with one of my favorite movies and my favorite part of the movies. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Hook with Robin Williams. Well, there's a part in the movie where he goes back to the lost boys and he's trying to get in the swing of being a lost boy again, being who they say he's Pan. They say he's Peter Pan. He's like, uh, no, he's grown up. He doesn't remember who he is. 
And one of the little boys comes up to him and looks at him in his face and puts his hands on his face. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And he looks at Robin Williams and he, and he moves his face around and squishes his face around. And then he comes with a smile on his face and he goes, oh, there you are. And he says it, it almost brings tears to my eyes because every time I've ever seen that movie, that scene right there says to me, Chrissy, are you showing up? Are you showing up fully as who you are? And I want you to say to yourself today, when God shows you those things, there you are and celebrate it. It's a moment of celebration. And then if you're not sure how to, how you fit in that, ask God to help you. Ask him to give you the courage and he will. Look, I hope this has encouraged you and inspired you today to show up, to come out of hiding and be fully who you are. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I want to also remind you to sign up for my uh, newsletter every month. I send out an email every couple of weeks with some things on it, some information, some news, maybe some videos. And I want you to be part of that. And here's what I really want to encourage you to do. If you want to contact me, go to my website, chrissyhutchings.org and click the contact and talk to me. I want to hear where you're at. I want to hear what you're overcoming. I want to hear what you're struggling with and what you're wrestling with. I am no expert at this. I am still walking out this journey of showing up. But look, the more of us that link arms together and encourage one another, I want you to show up and be fully who you are. You're not going to intimidate me because you know what? I'm doing the same thing. I need you to show up. Your children need you to show up. Your husband needs you to show up. But guess who needs you most to show up? You. Because when you do, it will heal your emotions. It will heal you mentally. It will even heal your body. Because look, hiding might seem simple and comfortable, but it sure does take a lot of energy. Okay? Go out today and show up for your life.